This is the Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show. Call the show anytime. Well, not anytime. They won't answer after 10 or before 6. If you call, you'll get a busy signal, so that would be stupid. But it's your time. The number is 888-989-9811. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. We mentioned we're going to uh, weave uh, various uh, emails we've gotten from Brian Palooza, which was uh, a huge success. On Saturday, in and out of today's show, uh, one of the highlights uh, is, uh, you may remember, last week, uh, Nicole wrote in. She said she w- she has crippling anxiety just in general, like even to the point of, uh, I'm going to be with a friend and I don't know what I'm going to say. And the idea of showing up to hundreds, as it turned out, thousands of people uh, was just unbelievable for her. And along the way, as we were trying to be uh, helpful, supporting, and sensitive, Kyle gave her a nickname of Nervous Nicole. <laughs> and uh, out of nowhere, and you'll see it in the video that's posted at members.radradio.com, uh, next person in line uh, uh, introduces herself as Nervous Nicole. Uh, and it was quite a moment. She says, I cannot say my thanks enough to you people. You people? For being so goddamn welcoming and warm to someone who was in total fight or flight, emphasis on the flight mode. Oh, sweetie. Thank you so much for the group hug, the high five from Dawn, <laughs> and the extra special hug from my favorite, Brandon. Oh. I also wanted to give a super special shout out to the girls that made this possible from the start. Standing in the light rain in Reno, Susie was so incredibly kind and without hesitation sheltered me under her umbrella. Oh. It was a kind gesture that I never even said thank you for. So, thank you. (laughs) And then, Ashley and Brittany behind me in line. Without you two, I definitely would have bailed. Oh, my gosh. So, to you, my kind line ladies, I just wanted to say through Rob's mouth how much I love and relied on you. And I guess, thanks to Kyle for giving me my infamous nickname of Nervous Nicole. (laughs) You're welcome. Anxiety is such a jackass. Logically... I knew there was nothing dangerous about the event. Logically, I knew that I would be safe and amongst friends. However, logic seems to rarely win against dumb anxiety. I am proud of myself for, quote-unquote, surviving. And I just need to say thank you yet again to the Rad Crew as well as to my line ladies. Yes. The Megan Army was out strong in Reno. You were so great to me. You were such a sweetheart. Absolutely. It's really hard to envision that you have this affliction. Because you just seemed, I don't even know if normal is the right word to use because none of us are normal, but you didn't seem like you had that affliction at all. Had she not identified (laughs) as Nervous Nicole, I would have thought, okay, she's just an excited fan because it is is weird for you. You hear us every day. We impact your lives or whatever. So a lot of people who would not identify as having social anxiety are a little weird, awkward, or, or, or whatever, lost for words. That's all I would have thought. Until you said you're nervous going, like, you have crippling anxiety? She was amazing. I'm weird or awkward sometimes when I'm meeting everyone. Um, Some of the stuff I say, I'm like, what did I just say to them? Oh, my God. The difference is, as I understand it, and hey, by the way, newsflash, even me too. The difference is, as I understand it, we don't care after the fact. We don't dwell on it. It doesn't cripple us, and and it's awful for those of you. And to that point, uh, Nervous Nicole wrote in again this morning. Uh, and I guess this is probably, I'm guessing this is a teaser for the video or the event or whatever. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, says, I just saw the Instagram post. What do we put up about uh, BAP? That's what we call it. It's Brian just Cruiser. a promo video, stripped down version okay. of, uh, and, I, I, and I think it actually just features uh, Nervous Nicole. Okay, because she says, it's all me in caps. You mother effers are really testing my anxiety. No, no, not really. But I did start crying again at work when I watched it. I hate and love you guys. All right. Uh, A couple of quick updates from the previous uh, segment, Kyle. uh, There are people writing in, and I can't confirm or deny that, say, there is a satellite that picked up the actual explosion of the SpaceX Starship, and it's uh, it's very pretty. 
no confirmation on whether it's real or a fake, but if you want to have okay. some fun this. Because I last maybe saw the explosion. I'm not sure how pretty it is for those that paid for it. Yeah, they didn't care. Remember, it was a success. Yeah, we're just going to build this $100 million rocket and blow it up somewhere up there or whatever. God. Yeah, he said $3 billion was the God. was the amount that's, they had, right? That's the contract, but the rocket was like $100 million. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing. Exactly. But good luck paying your electricity bill. Just remember, this was nothing oh, to these companies. Uh, also, uh, Brandon, I got a text from Dawn's husband, Dum Dum. Gary's not done for marrying me. I'm a catch. Absolutely not a pressing thing for you to do, but it would be a great curiosity thing for us about the dead bird that was left in front of Kyle's uh, car this morning. Mm-hmm. We should at least at some point uh, check our, our, our security cameras to see if we if that area is captured. <gasps> oh, and can we see like a coyote dropping it off or a raccoon? Right. For no other reason, just to placate our curiosity of how it came <laughs> yeah. from. So. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees with Rusty. What I want with Rusty. What I want with Rusty. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob's jar of change with Rusty. What I want with Rusty. Win Rob's change. Kicking off another round. Win Rob's change. Caller 18 is Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. All right, Nicole, all you have to go on is the picture of the bucket. Give us a number and get us started. $706.31. $706.31. That seems to me, knowing the answer, but also being able to step back, look at the bucket, look at other buckets, it'd be a pretty yeah. reasonable guess. You lose. Oh, man. However, $706.31 is incorrect. And for this round, uh, we're going to go down the road of a little bit of a, of a word uh, journey at some point, but your first clue uh. is this. There are four different numbers in the correct answer, or are there? What are we doing here? Many of you, I bet, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'll, I won't be able to confirm this till the end. I bet, for example, this is, a, this is a second hint, Chris, the spreadsheeter, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, they know exactly what I mean by that. There are four different numbers in the correct answer, or are they? It's just too long. Hmm. We will uh, give you another chance to win Rob's change at 9.30 this morning. Okay, so we updated you on the SpaceX uh, uh, success uh, where they just blew up a rocket <laughs> Friday. I mentioned there were a couple other things I just had to update you on because this week's going to get away from all of us. It's it's all turkeys, all Thanksgiving, Yay, all football all the time kind of week. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The, oh, yeah, that's right. Happy people that like... <laughs> <laughs> like to watch football on a sacred holiday, and he's not even just men anymore. It's all these weird women. <laughs> but I did want to give you my mentions, just a couple of things I got to keep you updated on. Uh, during COVID, I will never forget the, the the guy, although I don't have no idea what his name was, who who called or emailed uh, and wanted to know if um, those of us who were questioning the way COVID was being handled would ever be vindicated. And I said, basically, no, uh, in that while a lot of it will we will be proven to be right about masks being worthless, not mitigating the spread. We will be proven right about what we're doing to our kids. That doesn't mean, first of all, that a good number of Americans will still say things like, well, we did the best we could. Well, whatever. We didn't know what we were doing. But when a lot of us knew exactly what we were doing, they still will have, find a way to and others just won't believe it, et cetera. So but when we do see it. 
it is important to at least point it out. The New York Times editorial board in March of 2020, right at the beginning of COVID, wrote, quote, more and more schools have chosen to close in the past few days, reflecting a growing consensus that the benefits of closing outweigh the harms. <laughs> the immediate goal is to flatten the curve. Oh, yes. <sighs> Love that phrase. Yep. So that the peak infection rate stays manageable. School closures are starting to look like the best bet. That was March 2020, New York Times. In an analysis piece from August of that same year, 2020, the New York Times laid out the parts of the country that could safely reopen schools and which should not, and at the time, advise most of the country, country keep those schools closed. Mm. And, and, and I often point out, both, both medias are biased. And so when you see Fox News report something negative about Trump or the Republican Party, you know it's true. You know it's real. When you see the New York Times report anything against the far-left liberal dogma, you know it's true. The New York Times editorial board over the weekend penned a new editorial, same people, <laughs> stating that the school closures enacted in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, which they heralded and supported, quote, are proving to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education, end quote, yep. something a lot of us were screaming at the time. They say it has set student progress in math and reading back by two decades. Uh, uh, duh! And they write, the generation of students currently in the COVID education protocol, you know, anybody that was in it or has experienced it, will, quote, experience diminished lifetime earnings and become a significant drag on the economy. Oh, lovely. One other update. Watch for this. We're on the cutting edge of this story. This story, unless it gets buried, will explode over the next few weeks. Mormon leaders are covering up an epidemic of sexual abuse that rivals scandals within the Catholic Church. Oh, oh my God. Victims oh. claim abuse is rampant with the church facing legal action over allegations that consistently hides cases from police to avoid costly lawsuits. Their stories span decades and claim the church has allowed abusers to operate unchallenged with women and children made to suffer. Victims say abuse is rampant with Mormon families said to be suffering extremely high rates of incest. Young girls are subjected to horrific abuse. They are told to forgive their assailants and oh. discouraged from reporting it to police. Some specifics that have emerged from a document release ordered by the media. In Oregon, three women have accused the church of failing to protect them from a Mormon doctor who assaulted more than 200 female patients. In California, the church allegedly encouraged the silence and cover-up of child sexual abuse, including that of a three-year-old girl. Oh. In Colorado... Bishops are accused of perpetuating a cycle of incestual abuse within a toxic family by failing to report it to the authorities. The word is there is so much more. And so maybe it isn't about the Catholic Church. Maybe it's about organized religion in general and something that should be looked at as these stories come out. You will hear so much more about that as it goes on. And now, baby, here's Dr. Rob, the doctor of love. Dr. Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob statement works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. And you can always write to the doctor, R-A-D at radradio.com. Remembering, I'm not really a doctor, and you should suck it. Uh, this is an email we got from a, a, a woman doesn't want her name used, so she signed it. Call me Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Don't know what she has against people named Deborah. She chose it. <laughs> Dear Dr. Rob, last year, my brother told his wife of eight years that he had found someone else and was leaving her. His wife and two kids, a 10-year-old girl and 7-year-old boy, were completely blindsided. My brother moved in with his new girl, divorced his wife, and believes that everyone should, quote, get over it and move on, end quote. He refuses to acknowledge how anyone might be hurt by his actions, and he has never apologized to his kids. 
Do you know that? Okay. Uh, she then goes on through a, a paragraph to explain that he's been a real jerk to uh, the parents all before this. He's never been a great guy, uh, never had much of a relationship with the letter writer and the other siblings. And then she writes, Since we found out about the affair, we have all sunk a lot of time and effort into supporting his kids, and my sister and I have both expressed how hurtful he has been. He has not made any contact with any of us, but he will tell his children that we're terrible because we haven't reached out to him to see how he's doing. My mom invited him to Thanksgiving, and he's decided he's coming, and he's going to bring his new girl and her child. I think we should tell, her, tell him not to bring her, that it's too soon and not a good idea. But my mom is afraid my brother will cut off all contact with her and keep his kids from her and us. Okay. Deborah, you can feel however you want to feel. You have every right to, you can say whatever you want to your, to your brother about any of this. I would suggest with, with one caveat in terms of what your motivation is. Your mom, I didn't read a lot of her, a lot of her email is what you would expect, an emotional dump over how she's feeling. So I didn't read a lot of it, so some of this is background that I have from reading it. Your, your mom is hosting Thanksgiving, your mom and dad. Your mom has chosen to invite her son, and your mom is okay with him bringing his new girlfriend and her child to Thanksgiving. Your mom, who is hosting Thanksgiving in her home and who has made this decision, is afraid that if... She tells him to not bring the girlfriend and her child that he will cut off all contact from her grandchildren. Stay out of it. This is not your business. And if you say something to your brother and he doesn't come, he will make it clear to your mother and then your mother will be, will be hurt even more than what your brother has done. He will, because now she will be hurt by you because you know that this is not what she wants to do. You have every right to feel the way you want to feel. If I felt the way you did, I just wouldn't go to Thanksgiving. And I would express why to my mom. And, and I would say to my mom, you and I are good. I am not running away from you. I am not cutting you off. I just can't be, I can't, I, can't, I would ruin your Thanksgiving with my brother and, and you, so I'm, I'm just going to stay away this year, and I love you, Mom, because you don't want her to think her kids are plotting against her and, and, and each other. This ain't, this, ain't your, this ain't your thing. It's not like you're hosting Thanksgiving and Mom's begging you to invite your brother. I have no suggestions for you other than those two. Okay, so this kind of speaks to your immediate issue, which is Thanksgiving, but this is also a bigger picture with with you guys because it's not just about thanksgiving what i'm hearing right it, it's everyday life and how he's been and what's going on and the choices that he's made and with everything that you've said yes i would be horrified that my brother's this way he from what you said he sounds like an ass sounds like a terrible father those poor children and that's what i'm going to speak to because um my <sighs> One of my sisters, and she'll even say, did not always make the best choice with dudes, and that's fine. We've all been, I and mean, a wow. lot of us have been there. I so know. it's a, it's a family the trait. Family, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> and, and and let me tell you, um, one of them who's the father, I did not like a lot of choices that he made or how he lived, and was pretty much a dirtbag. However, the thing that kind of always stuck in our mind was. His children, our family, that's also their blood. 
that's their dad. And if they look around and they see everyone has a problem with half of who made them, they're not logically saying these things, but it's internalized with what's wrong with them. Because that's their dad. That's who created them. They have half, they have him in them. They're good. They might even have characteristics of his or look like him. Mm-hmm. And they, they can take it on as what's wrong with them. Am I not going to be accepted? It could be uncomfortable. And I know you also want to make sure that you were there that also was protecting them. It, it is it is a hard balance to do. But I'll tell you later in life, I'm really glad we all took that route because sometimes they were too little to remember it. And one of the nieces started yelling at me, you never liked my dad. How dare you? And I'm like, ooh, I'm sorry that that's how you remember that because there was a time that we didn't always follow that. A short time. And so they remember, they remember that. You, we had years of actually being cordial to him. They remember the short span of time when we weren't. And I, 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 don't, I don't think you want to face that. And I think that you'd rather do what's best for your nieces and niece, niece and nephew. If they, if they ever you hear them talk that how he talks bad about you guys. Oh, okay. You know, sorry to hear that. How was your day? You changed the subject. And, and I hope you're never allowing them to hear you talk bad or present them finding out you didn't even, I'm not telling you have to attend the Thanksgiving. I'm just saying that later in life, you never know how kids are internalizing things as they're growing up in these situations. And you will hear about how they internalized it later in life when they're grown up. And so will their therapist. <laughs> Yes. I, I, yes. I kind of like the idea of her not showing up to this Thanksgiving. It sounds like there's a lot of issues going on in the family. There's The tension's high right now. I think maybe the best option is don't go. Escape. Some, go somewhere on a road trip. Do your thing with your husband and your kids if you have any. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even. And, mm. and Dawn, you went broad, which I wanted to circle back to. And on Thanksgiving, do you have a gut instinct? Well, I would feel like I, I, I. I, I I am not a fan of lying. I just, I, I, I mean, lies for I'm throwing a surprise party, right? There's like the little things like that. Like right now I can't tell this person this because it would hurt them, but I'm going to tell them later. Th- those are normal things. In this kind of case, I, I don't have a problem with what Kyle's saying. And I would make sure to circle back where it's like, oh, we had this other thing planned that we really wanted to do. Don't ever let those kids think it was because their dad was there and they can't stand him, their own brother, right? Like I just... I'm just still thinking of the kids. I know that we tend to think of ourselves and how we think he should be as a father, of course. Um, That's why I suggested being completely candid with mom and then working with mom and saying, okay, mom, you understand, right? I know you're disappointed. How are we going to present this so that the kids don't think? And it's very easy. The kids aren't going to make anything out of it it, it, because they're not going to process it unless you give them a reason to. It would be easy for them to come up with a reason. Why isn't Aunt So-and-So here? They, they'll, they'll have an answer. Oh, she's doing something with her in-laws. Or Even if the kids aren't going to be there, right? Maybe they're with their mom and that side of the family. Which right now the plan is they will be there. That's oh, the whole point of the email. his kids will be there. Oh, his kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His kids will be there. Okay, because I don't know if they were going to be with their mother and then somewhere moms, else. Yeah, moms. No, the kid, I'm sorry. That was also in the background. The kids are going to be there either way. Because he he had already agreed to drop them off at grandma's house. And that's the other thing. Grandma's worried that if they, you know, rescind the invite, he's going to come pick up the kids and take them away. And then the kids really know. Listen, they they, they need to see some united front. 
Kids need stability and security. Suck it they up. They don't need chaos. Suck as, it up, show up, and just deal with it. As and, an adult, and yes. Be nice to the you, girlfriend and just You have it to alone. be the girl. Okay. You don't have to be, like, fake. No, no, you don't have to let this woman be your best friend. You don't have to be, like, sitting next to her having conversation. But being cordial and not being snooty and not saying snooty things and not rolling your eyes and making faces. And I'm, mm-hmm. Kids pick up on this stuff. And, and last thing, I go back now to the, the broad thing. And again... I realize things that I'm hypersensitive to these days. Please remember, no matter what you think you know, you don't know. This is a relationship between two human adults, your brother and what was his wife. And you don't know what happened. And when we, when you wrote he's never apologized to his kids, I don't know how you know that definitively. Why? Because somebody said that out loud? How do you know? Unless he told you. If he has told you, I've never apologized to my kids because I don't have to, well, then that's one thing. And you don't know how this all happened, why he left her. How the how the, the the affair happened? You don't know, and you have no relationship you've admitted with your brother, so you can't even communicate with him. So I would suggest you just stop worrying about that and go back to everything Dawn said about worrying about the kids. I sure hope no one no one ever looked at those kids and said, "Has your dad ever apologized to you for having how an affair?" Yeah, right, right, exactly. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the Dr. R.A.D. at radradio.com. We're going to play the Pressure Cooker. Got some holiday cash for you, a $100 Visa gift card. The Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't win every single day. We sure don't. We don't get a winner every single day. Uh, we, we knew what you meant. It's trivia. <laughs> you either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. Do 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the Pressure Cooker. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn Show.